What's up everyone, welcome to another episode of Moving With Life. This is episode 121. Um, thanks for tuning in, thanks for listening, thanks for sticking with me. Um, I need to stop saying um so much, I actually have that as a note. Uh, <laughs> we're going to continue down uh, Meditations by Mr. Marcus Aurelius. Hopefully you've gotten something out of what we've been doing for the past what, three weeks now. You know, it kind of started this this little wave of momentum kind of started with uh, Jordan P. Peterson's 42 Rules for Life and then I en- ended up reading the book Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It by Kamal Ravikant went through a couple of parts of in there and then trying to figure out what I was going to do next it's like well let me let me jump into meditations because I haven't done anything I guess we could say formal uh, that would f- that anything formal for this particular reading it has reading because essentially I'm, I'm re- also rereading you know these the sections that I went over big book two last episode today we're gonna do book three and I was try- I was really fiddling and I was trying to like I guess fiddling fumbling I was contemplating with myself how m- which ones are the most important and it's like well because as I was reading it's like you know 80 no, 80 to 90 percent of these little paragraphs excuse me are important at least in my in me rereading i was like yeah like this is important this is important it's like oh everything's important so i might as well read the whole thing but if i read the whole thing the whole chapter then this is this will go way past you know my 30 minute block that's allotted for for this episode or for these episodes and it's like well i don't want to do that because i feel like we've been we've been on a good again wave we've been on a good path you know um, as far as content within the within the episodes and trying to make sure i maximize you know the 30 minutes because sometimes i'm re- you know i'm reaching let's say minute 22 or 25 and it's like okay i feel like this is good but i want to do more or sometimes I'm, I'm barely reaching that that minute mark it's like ah the the biggest thing though always is to make sure i bring something that's helped me or at least something that can help um, thought processes to get through whatever it is we're going through and right now it's stoicism and so I want to jump right in um, because there's still there's still a good chunk of, a good chunk of throughout book three that I want to go through. Um, this is in case you want to look for it. This is the version of of uh, it's from the Penguin Classics uh, imprint of Penguin, Penguin Books. So if you fi- if you if you want the specific one that I'm reading from, because there's different like kind of editions and different um, interpretations of of you know from from when he wrote it to obviously the current English and um but still keeping the integrity of what he was saying then. Um but this this is the this is the version I have. This is the version that was gifted to me and I've been using it, you know, I've had it since I don't know, two thousand seventeen or sixteen around there. So yeah, bookmarked and all. Um so let's jump right into book three with of or book three of meditations by Marcus Aurelius. We must take into our reckoning not only that life is expended day by day and the remaining balance diminishes, but also this further consideration. If we live longer, there is no guarantee that our mind will likewise retain the power to comprehend and study the world which contributes to our experience of things divine and human. If dementia sits in, there will be no failure of such faculties as breathing, feeding, imagination, desire. Before these go, the earlier extinction is one of the 
if, is one of one's proper use of oneself, one's accurate assessment of the grad, gradations of duty, one's ability to analyze impressions, one's understanding of whether the time has come to leave this life. These and all other matters which wholly depend on trained calculation so we must have the sense of urgency not only to not only for the ever closer approach of death but also because our comprehension of the world and our ability to pay proper attention will fade before we do it seems because even like last week you know talking about like just remember when you go into the world you know you're gonna gonna meet all these types of people but with that you still gotta work together um this is another one of those intro paragraphs where it's like you know we we must take into our reckoning not only life that expended so what the life that you use day by day but also the that the remaining balances diminishes so the you know you're you know when you're a baby you have to be nourished you know someone you know you have to have external technique technically external nourishment um you know some in the sense of someone's nourishing you your mom your parents your family who is raising you and then you go through life and you learn how to do things for yourself you learn how to live you learn how to think you learn how to um do again you learn how to do things you learn how to take care of yourself be self-sufficient and then as you get older well you, you start you start needing help and that that that's the rhythm of life that that is what it is and and it's interesting because you, you could take this as you know you can get cynical you can get nihilistic um with what he said as far as towards towards the bottom of this paragraph says you know so we must have a sense of urgency not only for the ever closer approach of death but also because our comprehension of the world and our ability to pay proper attention will fade before we do and it's it's not it's just it's a matter of fact so because that is a fact and that's going to happen at some point hopefully in the farther future than the near future um you have to take advantage of what you are able to do here and now um that, that's a lot of what this book's going to be about oh yeah this section this book section is going to be about um is you know trying to take advantage of what we have now and, and and keeping ourselves even mentally here in the now and not worrying too far about our future and not being too too drawn far uh to the past moving over to paragraph three Hi- hippocrates cured many diseases but then died of disease himself the chaldean astrologers foretold the deaths of so many people then their own fated day claimed them alexander pompey julius caesar annihilated whole cities time after time and slaughtered tens of thousands of horse and foot in the field of battle and yet the moment came for them too to depart this life heraclitus speculated long on the conflagration conflagration of the universe but the water of dropsy filled his guts and he died caked in a poultice of cow, cow dung. Vermin were the death of Democritus, and vermin of another sort killed Socrates. What of it then? You embarked, you set sail, you made port. Go ashore now, if it is to another life. Nothing is empty of the gods, even on that shore. And if to insensibility... You will cease to suffer pains and pleasures, no longer enthrall to bodily to a bodily vessel which is a master, as far inferior as its servant is superior. One is mind and divinity; the other of clay. The other, 
the other a clay of dust and blood. There's a lot going on there, but it's the matter of fact of like, no matter what you decide you want to consider successes in your life, it it will come to the end. And for some of these people, it's like they got so engulfed in whatever they were doing that that itself was what killed them. Um, but I, I like the last line, you know, one is mind and divinity, the other of clay, the other a clay of dust and blood. So, um, you know, mind and divinity, your spirituality, whatever, whatever it is you believe in, whatever it is that keeps you going, whatever that keeps you on that, that straight path, um, as straight as, you know, as straight as you can get it. Um, and then, you know, your body, you know, one, the other of clay of dust and blood. Cause you know, for the most part, I mean, I'm speculating and I'm assuming, but you know, you get buried, you have some type of ritual and you have blood and then you, you, <laughs> you then you go from there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll stop there. Um, moving over to paragraph three, section four, uh, sorry, paragraph four, section three, a man such as this, if he postpones no longer his ready place among the best is in some way a priest or and minister of the gods. His, he responds to the divinity seated within him. And this renders the man unsullied by pleasures, unscathed by, by pain, untouched by any wrong unconscious of any wickedness a wrestler for the greatest prize of all to avoid being thrown by any passion so i'm gonna i'm cutting that a little bit short and i'll continue but um the point is you know to avoid being thrown by any so, so being you know getting so involved that it takes you away from the path from the right path even if it's something good but then you get so engulfed you get so just immersed um, which is which is a good thing because you want you want to have something to strive for. You want to have something, but sometimes that's what eats you up, and that kind of goes back to that other paragraph where you know, uh, you know, Alexander, Pompey, Julius Caesar, they were they annihilated whole cities and people and horses, but yet you know they eventually got um, their streak, their career was ended at some point as well. I'll continue. Died to the core. Died as in like dying a uh, like dying clothing or whatever. Uh, died to the core with justice, embracing with his whole heart all the experience allotted to him. Rarely and only when there is n- great need for the common good, wondering what others may be saying or doing or thinking. He has only his own work to bring to fulfillment and only his own faded allocation from the whole, holds capitalized, to claim his constant attention. As for his work, he makes it excellent as for his lot he is convinced it is good and each person's appointed lot is both his fellow passenger and his driver that that sentence is kind of hard for me to decipher completely because I, I i even read i'm like and for his lot he is convinced it is good and for me in that section it's like and his and for his lot so that his, whatever he like his 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 possessions, whatever his lot, his possessions, his things, um, whatever he's accomplished, whatever he's gained, whatever gain, whatever happiness it gives him, um, and he is convinced he's good. And for e- and each person's appointed lot is both his fellow passenger and his driver. So it's like, oh, I've gotten this, and so it's like it's, he has it with him, but it's also like, okay, I, I want more, or I want to do more of this thing that gives him that, um, gives him her that sense of success that sense of okay I have something to, to strive for mm, 
Moving along now. Let me see. No. Yep. Paragraph six. If you discover, or yeah, it's paragraph If you discover in human life something better than justice, truth, self-control, courage, in short, something better than the self-sufficiency of your own mind, which keeps you acting in accord with true reason and accepts your inheritance of fate in all outside your choice, if, as I say, you can see something better than this, then turn it in, turn to it with all your heart and enjoy the prime good you have found. Um, so there's something better than justice, truth, self-control, courage, um, and you being able to self-sustain your, your circle, you yourself, then, you know, aim for that. But I think there. Uh, see, let me keep going. Uh, but if nothing is shown to be better than the very God that is seated in you, which has brought all your own impulses under its control, which scrutinizes your thoughts, which has self-drawn itself, as Socrates used to say, from all inducements of the senses, which has subordinated itself to the gods and takes care for men. If you find all else by comparison with all this small and paltry, then give no room for anything else. Once turned and inclined to any alternative, you will struggle thereafter to restore the primacy of primacy, primacy of that good which is yours and yours alone. I think I can stop there for that part. The main thing is like if you find something better than truth, self-control, justice, and courage, then aim for that. But in the case that you can't, which I think that's the argument, even that's the economy is trying to bring here, is like you can't and you you're not going to. It's like then you know don't don't aim for it if it's not just truthful. Um, allows for self-control and courage. I'll just continue. So, because it is not right that the rational and social good should be rivaled by anything of a different order, for example, the praise of the many or power or wealth or the enjoyment of pleasure, all these things may seem to suit for a little while, but they can suddenly take control and carry you away. So you, I repeat, must simply and freely choose the better and hold on to it. But better is what benefits. If to your benefit as a rational being, adopt it. But if simply to your benefit as an animal, which is your instinct, your primal instincts, uh, reject it and stick to your judgment without fanfare. Only make sure that your scrutiny is sound. So if you're gonna, if you're gonna try to justify that something for your power, wealth, or pleasure is more important than being rational and and aiming for um, something that's just and actually correct, you better you know have your ducks. I, I'd say du- have your ducks in a row and have a valid argument. That's what that last sentence. Or that's that's the way I'm interpreting. It. So only make sure that your scrutiny is sound. So make sure you have a good argument as to why you're going to aim for this instant. It's basically you know I guess we can use in our in our day and age today is. Um, instant gratification. So if you're going to try to do that, then uh, make sure your argument is, is good to go. Never regard as a benefit to yourself anything which will force you at some point to break your faith, to leave integrity behind, to hate, suspect, or curse another, to dissemble, to covet anything needing the secrecy of walls and drapes. A man who has put first his own mind and divinity and worships the supremacy of the God within him makes no drama in his life. No hand, 
Yeah, no drama in his life, no hand wringing, no craving for solitude or crowds. Most of all, he will be a life of neither pursuit nor avoidance, and it is no remote concern to him to him whether he will retain the bodily envelope of his soul for a longer or shorter time. Even if re, even if released, release must come here and now. He will depart as easily as he would perform any other act that admits of integrity and decency. Throughout his life, his one precaution is that his mind should not shift to a state without affinity to a rational and social pain. So if it's not rational, if it's something that's uh, instant gratification, something that's, I guess, pleasurable but not correct in, and you know it's not right, then you don't, you sh- you shouldn't do it. It's not that don't do it because you're gonna make the choice. You you know right and wrong. You know good and bad. So you're gonna make the choice to uh, make that next decision. Jumping down a little bit. So discard all else and secure these few things only. Remind yourself too that each of us lives only in the present moment, a mere fragment of time. The rest is life, past or uncertain future. Sure, life is a small thing, and small the and small the cranny of the earth in which we live it. Small too even the longest fame thereafter, which is itself subject to a succession of little men who will quickly die, and no knowledge even of themselves, let alone of those long dead. Uh, really, the interpretation between behind that paragraph is, so discard all else and secure these few things only. Remind yourself, too, that each of us lives only in the present. So you should you remind yourself that you should be living in the present. The past is already there. And the uncertain future is like, you know, it's it, those are also fragments of time that just the way this is a fragment of time, the future is a fragment of time, the past is a fragment of time, and you should let those, you should let that go and not worry about the, the uncertain future. Um, because life is small. That He's using small instead of short in this, in this little part. Um, and if, and for as far as, you know, long, longest fame thereafter, which is itself a subject to a succession of little men who will, so he's saying that if you're, if you're fame, if you have a certain level of fame, um, that fame itself is small and those who accompany it are little men who quickly die. Um, interesting enough, you know, longest of fame, but then you know, they quickly die. Cause you know, one, and it's, it's interesting because it maybe, maybe it's changed a little bit since this times, because now we have social media, we have outlets, we have, we, I mean, even, even him, cause he probably didn't plan for meditations to be published, right. And the way it's used now as, you know, as one of the landmarks of stoicism, but, uh, nonetheless, uh, it's like, you know, it's like, he's one of those that it's, but, but I guess he might, he might mean like fame as in like for, for vanity's sake or for, you know, for public sake, it's not like he's re- he's reached this level because his thought processes kind of bring us back down to hey especially especially when you get emo- when you get emotional rises out of you know because of external factors um then it's like hey we reel ourselves back to here and we move forward and that's you know that's part of stoicism 
versus like the longest fame thereafter. You might be thinking, you know, these people who who are just feeding their ego. It's a whole different thing than when you're trying to live a just life and then spread that, you know, and then pass that on to the next generation. Um, that's one way to interpret it. I think I think we could go on to we can go on through there for way longer than what I want to today. Um, but it's something to think about. It's definitely something to think about. Skipping down a little bit, asks then, what is this which is now making its impression on me? What is it composed of? How long in the nature of things will it last? What virtue is needed to meet it? Gentleness, for example, or courage, truthfulness, loyalty, simplicity, self-sufficiency, and so on? So in each case, we must say, this has come from God. This is due to a juncture of fate the mesh of destiny or some similar coincidence of chance. And this is from my fellow man, my kinsman my, and colleague, though one does not know what accords with his own nature, but I do know. And so I treat him kindly and fairly following the nature, natural law of our fellowship. But at the same time, I am to give him his proper desert in matters, desert in matters, which are morally neutral proper desert i guess maybe it's like an analogy for because it's desert not dessert um you know proper space proper grounds um in matters which are morally neutral that's an interesting paragraph i i definitely wanted to mention that one here but i think it's because of the beginning you know it's like and i i love when there's a lot of questions being asked it's like then you know, you can think about it it's like ask them what this is which is now making its impression on me. So whatever that thing is, what what is this that's making an impression? What you know, is this getting is this making me mad? Is it making me happy? Um you know, what what and then what is that thing, whatever it might be, an event, a actual tangible thing as of, you know, a book or food, whatever, what is it composed of? How long in the nature of things will it last? So will it last forever? Probably not. But that's the point of that's the point that you that's why you need to ask yourself how long will it last? What virtue is needed to meet it? So gentleness, for example, or courage or truthfulness, loyalty, simplicity, self-sufficiency, and so on. So whatever that thing, whatever that noun, I'll say noun, person, place, thing. Um, so in each case, we must say this has come from God. This is due to a juncture of fate the mesh of destiny or some similar coincidence of chance. So somewhere with between fate, destiny and coincidence, um, this thing is presented to me and now, you know, take it for what it is. All right. We're, we're rolling through here. Moving down. I like this part because just because there's no more wandering, you are not likely to read your own jottings, your histories of the ancient Greeks and Romans, your extracts from their literature laid up for your old age. Hurry then to the end, abandon vain hopes, rescue yourself if you have any care for yourself while the opportunity is still there. Hurry then to the end, abandon vain hopes, rescue yourself if you have any care for yourself while the opportunity is still there. So between the first sentence, which is literally no more wandering, which I have been mentioning wandering here and there uh, throughout these past few few weeks, um, And, and even that, because I'm, I'm, try, I'm try, even re reading it before recording and now going through it, you know, live. Um, you are not likely to read your own jottings, 
So, I mean, I wonder, so I wonder like, okay, me writing this down, I'm not likely to reread this stuff. I'm going to keep going. Um, or what I think, yeah, so your histories of the ancient Greeks and Romans, your extracts from their literature laid up for your old age. So once I get older, I'm not, I'm not probably not going to go and reread it then. Um, so hurry then to the end, abandon vain hopes, rescue yourself. If you have any care for yourself while the opportunity is still there. Um, so don't wander, like, I guess, aimlessly. Rescue yourself now. Don't wait to the end to rescue, to rescue, to try to think you're going to rescue yourself then. Re rescue yourself then. Rescue yourself right now. Don't worry about it. And um, build from there. Abandon vain hopes. Rescue yourself. Rescue yourself from wandering. Don't wander. That's the way I'm going to leave that. And the last segment, which I'm, I think I was, yeah, I'm, so I'm going to read all of, yeah, 16. Okay. So this is uh, segment 16. Body, soul, mind. To the body belong sense perceptions. To the soul, impulses. To the mind, judgments. The receipt of sense impressions is shared with cattle. Response to the puppet strings of impulse is shared with wild beasts, with catamites, with a phalaris or a narrow. Nero. Those are people. I need, I need to look that up because um, they're capitalized. Having the mind as guide to what appears appropriate action is shared with those who do not believe in the gods, those who betray their country, those who get up to anything behind closed doors. So saying body is your actual sense perception, so all your, your senses. Um, your soul is, you know, having that, your gut feeling and trust and following that gut feeling and then your mind is your judgment your rational thinking your your ability to to make good judgments and know right from and start developing right from wrong and then making those making your judgment based on right and wrong good and evil um to get you to where you want to go yeah because having the mind as a guide to what appears appropriate action is shared with those who do not believe in the gods so when you are start when you start deciphering good from evil bad from good um it seems like he's saying having the mind as a guide to what appears appropriate action is shared. Big key thing is shared with those who do not believe in gods, those who betray their country and those who get up for anything behind closed doors. So when you're too curious and you're like, don't go there, it's not safe because maybe you've already been there. That's what it seems. That's what I'm, that's what I'm, that's what I'm tailing it into. Um, but it's, that's what it seems like. It's saying, like it's going like for those who don't believe those those who don't who don't have guidance, um, spiritual belief. For those who betray their country, you know, that's a, that's a that's a interesting one that I think we could probably dive into for forever here as well. Um, and then those who get up to anything behind closed doors. So it's just a curiosity, and they just jump in. You know, it's like yeah, interesting, 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 interesting. So if all else is held in common with the categories mentioned above, it follows that the defining characteristic of the good person is to love and embrace whatever happens to him along his thread of fate and to not and not to pollute the divinity which is seated within his breast or trouble it with a welter of confused impressions, but to preserve its constant favor in proper allegiance to God, saying only what is true, doing only what is just. 
Um, but that's the, that's the paragraph that I have highlighted even prior to like now. Like that's one that I marked down. But I wanted the body, mind, and soul paragraph to kind of preface this one that I already I had already highlighted. Um, because it says there in that last little bit, it says, uh, "But to preserve its constant favor and proper allegiance to God, saying only what is true, doing only what is just." So there's your body, soul, and mind. You know, your your body doing one thing, your soul and your gut telling you which way to go, and then your mind making that decision to make the to make the right decision. And if all people mistrust him for a living example decent and cheerful life he has no quarrel with any of them and no diversion from the road which leads to the final goal of his life to this he must come pure at peace at peace ready to depart in unforced harmony with his fate so maybe you maybe you have this experience and you try to pass it on to someone the next generation someone older than you you know they sometimes it seems like there's a because there's a lot to learn, obviously, because when people are older than you, they've lived life more than you, right? They've, not, I mean, even literally, you know, numbers-wise. Um, but then if this, there's a specific incident where you know you have this experience and and you you want to share it, um, but they don't want to acknowledge it, whether they're young, again, whether it's younger or older, going back to whether it's younger or older, um, you have to let you have to be able to let it go, and that's part of the hardest part because that, that's part of like leadership is sometimes you have a junior person or a senior person. This is in business. This is in the, from what it seems in the military based on what I read from Jocko um, and the examples he gives as well. Um, but sometimes, and also other leaders that I've met just along the way so far. Um, Cause that's, that's definitely a struggle. It's like, you know, when you, when you, you want to help you, you actually mean you're actually genuine, genuinely, um, you want them to genuinely succeed. You want that person, those group of people to succeed, but they don't listen or they're ignorant or they're naive because they just, they're, they're not there yet mentally. Um, investing is a good one. I've been talking about investing a lot here, but I also like out in my workplace and stuff like that. Um, or it's like jump in, invest, do, you know, put it, put in some cash, you know, raise some cash, put the cash in and let it, let it grow and keep putting some in because, over the long term, there's going to be benefit to what's going on right now in our economy, in our world. Anyways, um, but not everybody wants to listen. They're not in the same place of life as you are. So because they're not in the same life or same place of, they're not in the same place of life. They're not, they're not in the same uh, segment of life that you are. Um, and so that's where that last paragraph is going to tie it all in and you know and if all people mistrust him for live for living a simple oh i put living example for living a simple decent and cheerful life he has no quarrel with any of them and no diversion from the road which leads to the to the final goal of his life that he must come pure at peace ready to depart in unforced harmony with his fate so whenever it's his time to go their time to go then it's it's time and you're gonna you you have to leave all that quarrel and all that argument and why you're right and why that person's right and why their person's wrong and why you're wrong all that mixture at the end of the day at the end of the life then you you just leave it you go at peace and then you're done um 
we can I I, mean, I I can think of like you know as far as reaching a decent and peaceful state as far as decision making and whatnot. Um, that's a whole different thing. I'm not I'm not, I'm not going to. I just it, it just even rereading it now. It just made me rethink. It made me think about you know having or being able to leave leave at peace. You know, getting to a certain level where you, hey you 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 settle whatever uneasiness you have and then you depart and you're you're done. You're good to go. But for now, we're going to stop right there. I hope that I gave some decent like um parts of the reading where I was able to in- give a give my interpretation that could maybe help you or if you got it if you listened and you got it from the actual store itself or stories with the the writings themselves. And that's good too. Um, don't forget to support the podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to take care of yourself mentally and physically. Don't forget to mentally and physically. Don't forget to take care of your teams, take care of others, take care of your household, lead from the front. If you're in a leadership position, even if you're not in a leadership position, you can still lead from the front, lead by a good example. Um, so that you can leave at peace. And when it's your, because, because when it's your time to go, where it's, we're talking about life or career, then you know you've done what you could to uh, you've done what you could to be able to be at peace with yourself, and then you can move on with your life, whichever way it leads you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all very very soon.